0: Welcome to the Black Girl Journey.
1: Two Black women on this journey called life. Discovering how to manage our finances. Intimate relationships. Work-life balance. Growing our faith. A little pop culture. Being Black and anything else Black women may journey through.
0: Journey with us every other Monday on Apple and Spotify.
1: Are you curious to know what we use to record our podcasts? We use Anchor. Anchor. Anchor is a platform where you can record your
0: podcast, check your analytics, add music, and it'll stream to many different platforms. If you're looking to record your podcast, head over to Anchor. Welcome back, little Jesse babies. (laughs) (laughs) What's up, y'all? Welcome back. Welcome back. Welcome back to the Black Girl Journey. Okay, before we get started, I would just like to say... That we are supposed to record biweekly, yes. So, every Monday.
1: Not every. You just said bi-weekly. Oh, yeah. You're right. <laughs> every other Monday. Yes, we will be Every
0: other posting. Monday. But you guys wanted more. So, we took some time and we're here to give you more. We're going to give you what you want. What so, you need. But don't expect this every week. Nah. Uh-uh. <laughs> but we took your advice and our friends were telling us. One of my friends said that she felt like I was just giving her the crust and not the whole pie. So <laughs>
1: you about to get the whole pie?
0: We're gonna try if again. If you want the pie, I will give you the pie. Okay, so here we are back again, um, and we're gonna start our first series, which is work-life balance. But before we get started, I would like to have you know that we are drinking a little wine because we're a little nervous and we gotta get the jitters out. Um, but before we get started, I wanna ask, how's your week, Jazzy? Um,
1: it's been it's been a week, you know what I'm saying? I stepped into my new role at my job. That's, you know what I'm saying? Only been there for a month and I got a promotion. And- but um, yeah, it's been a week. You know, I had to do some disciplinary that's not a word this Disin- i can't pronounce. disciplinary yeah there we go there we go disciplinary um actions towards someone who i was a co-worker like we were equal level now that i am her senior as of now i had to kind of put her on probation which is kind of sad to me but shorty wasn't doing her work she was kind of <laughs> slow pick up the pace so i had to go in there and be like hey I rock with you but you not you're not getting the job done so oh, gosh
0: that's always hard that's always hard well my week was pretty good it was also a very long week but full of great things I got to spend time with my friends my family we had a work banquet and I got an award that you did <laughs> so mm-hmm. I feel very blessed um because sometimes I'm like why am I doing this? But to be reminded that you're appreciated um, is a blessing. So it was a good week, but yeah, we're tired. And this weekend is going to be filled with rest, hopefully. We're going to go see
1: the new Doctor Strange movie. Yay. <laughs> <But> the- <laughs> I don't like your energy around my movie. You know, sp- she's not a big Marvel fan, but I am and i have to sit through all 18 of the
0: harry potters that she's never seen so this is a topic for a different day but
1: (laughs) give and take you see give and take
0: anyway we're gonna start on the work-life balance series but before we start this series we thought we would like to share our story about our work experience so this episode will just be about what we currently do our work history How our jobs have affected us as black women or in good and bad ways. And then next episode will be about work-life balance.
1: Yes. So I'm going to start us off. Um, So right now I work in the hospitality industry. I am a... What is my official title? I am a sales and marketing operational manager. Um I oversee about four or five people right now, currently as our team is expanding. Um, I really enjoy my job. The day to day is pretty mundane, can't really complain. But, you know, I work with some really great people and that's all that matters to me is the good pay, good environment and like Jesse said, I get my recognition because for me, I come from a retail background. I also have worked in childcare and as a receptionist for my mama, but that don't really count. <laughs> um, but um, my first job was oh my bad use. Let me share.
0: I was just rolling, baby. They got too much wine. So my position, <laughs> I currently work as a marketer um, at a commercial real estate firm and I'm an assistant project manager at a nonprofit, and I also really do like my jobs. It's time-consuming, and I having two jobs, and I'm in school, I'm a grad student, has been a lot. But I truly do like both of my jobs, and currently I don't struggle as a Black woman in either of my jobs. And I'm truly thankful because both jobs are uh, appreciative of minorities um, and God fearing so I really appreciate that about both my jobs
1: I forgot about one of my jobs it doesn't really feel like a job because I enjoy working with my boss I'm also a marketing social media marketing coordinator for a, a black owned business out here in Plano so yeah it doesn't feel like a job I really enjoy what I do with my Manager she's a great resource she's also a really great mentor she's hilarious and I think because of the rapport that we have with each other and the relationship we have, that's why it doesn't feel like a job. So yeah and before we take off of our Girl, jobs, take off.
0: Um, we have three facts that or two that we want to share about um, black women in the workplace that we deem very important or something we found research on so do you want to start
1: yes something that I found which I thought was kind of important to know as us as black women but also for other listeners viewers who are not who don't identify as black is that only 26 percent of black women can agree that they have strong allies in the workplace so that's something that's super important in a culture of work environment especially as black women have to know that we have somebody that we can go to and knowing that only 26 percent of black women feel that they have strong allies is something that was extremely eye-opening to me
0: yeah that's kind of sucky it's It's very very sad um one of my facts was that black women only make three percent of medical doctors and this was a concerning fact to me because most women struggle or black women struggle through their pregnancies um, and don't get the help they need or want or don't find doctors that will cater to their needs. So that's kind of scary, 3%, because I would like most of the medical field to be black or minority doctors.
1: Yeah, that I would agree. Yeah. I would agree. Um, and then the other fact that I found is that only 54% of African-American women report that they are either the only black person or the only black woman in a workroom and they feel more excluded than any other um race or ethnicity
0: yeah i've been in those that position
1: yeah my workplace currently upstairs where we work there's only two of us and we are both black women Oh no. You know, but just alright. You know what? I I be you, I be going in there strong for my sisters, you know what I'm saying? Stand up. What's
0: stand up sister? Oh god. Stand up
1: Stand up. stand
0: up <laughs> My second <laughs> My second and last fact is that there are currently there's currently a record of thirty seven women leading the um, Fortune 500 firms. That is not a word. Fortune 500 firms. An increase from last year's record of 33. Of these women, just three are women of color and none of them are black or Latina. And Yeah, that's concerning, right? If you could see Alicia's face, she just looked at me in shock. But that is concerning. That is
1: very concerning. I want
0: We get to run the world. Yeah, because
1: Oprah be doing the damn thing. Yeah,
0: that's why I found it interesting because... I thought Oprah and she might be, but this fact was recent. Um,
1: so maybe she didn't make maybe the top five hundred fortune five hundred company. Yeah, which really sucks. But I mean, I guess I guess we'd have to go into detail about what is a fortune five hundred company.
0: Company, right. And but that still was an amazing fact to me. That is the very fact that it's not black or minority. Yeah, it was very shocking.
1: Yeah especially just because of how many black owned businesses have been thriving recently. I recently found out a fact back during Black History Month, you know, um is that calen- Calendarly, I think that's how you pronounce it properly, Calendarly. Oh, oh it's okay. Oh that app? Yeah, yeah. that calendar <laughs> app. Yeah, the calendar app that a lot of like recruiting companies use is actually owned by a black man. That's nice. Yeah. That's Shout nice. Shout out to Miss Vanessa for the fun factor today. day. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I thought they
0: were going to say black woman, but we stand for black men, too. Yeah, but you know. It something, some
1: something. Something. We got a something. <laughs> could be better. It could be better, but you know, we support black business all around. Period. So, now. <laughs> My bad. I we was get, excited.
0: <laughs> we can journey back to our jobs. Our first jobs. And going on and so forth. Jesse, what was your first job?
1: I was a secretary at my mom's office. At what age? 16. Okay. Yeah. So I worked for my mom, and I also worked at my church's daycare at the time. Um, It was cool, you know? I just sat in the office all day <laughs> after school, and I would just copy papers, and then I would hang out with my mom after school and watch her do what she does. So it was... It was like insight into seeing what her life was like through a day-to-day. That's beautiful. So, you know, I've always had good respect for my mom, but it made me respect her even more as a businesswoman because that woman, she can run a program. Okay, Okay. She She can run a program. She made that program profitable within the first year with her being with that company. They were in the negative. She came in and flipped it. Flipped it and dipped it. Flipped it and dipped it, fried it and died it. Okay. And were you surrounded by black people? No. No. My mom. Okay, Mama D. My mom in the, um, I guess you can call it the executive building, was the only black female in that building. And so, you know, my mom has been a social worker for as long as I've been alive. So 25 years. <laughs> maybe even a little bit longer than that. I'm not going to age my mother, but, you know. <laughs> She has most definitely put in the work. She started young like us, but it was most definitely inspiring to see that. Nice. What That's was your beautiful. first job, Jazzy? My first job was actually at the age of
0: 14. And shout out, I uh, know, Rousey. Oh, she yeah! You had to get one and work as part No, actually. the the crazy thing is, my mom, shout out to my mom, she made me um, little business cards with my name on them, and she printed them, and she passed them out to people at church and our neighbor, and I became a babysitter, and I babysat for two families, one white family, one black family, and I actually love the white family. They never treated me different. Um, both, both of the families had wonderful kids. You know, some kids, they don't listen every now and then, but it was a... Great first job, um, I worked for both families for about a year and a half, and girl, I was, I was making money. I was making like
1: $15 an hour. Girl, my mama didn't pay me nothing, no. She paid me minimum wage at the time back then, so it was like, what, $11, $12? Yeah.
0: I was like, this is the life, and I loved it, and I should have saved my money, but all in all, it was a good environment. I felt loved. They let me eat their food. And my race was not a problem. What was your
1: next job? Um my next job I went to working at the special needs daycare oh, that her God. girl them <laughs> them kids don't let special needs kids fool oh, you. Oh goodness. They are very intelligent. Yes. They just have sometimes hard problems expressing themselves. But them kids they know what they be doing, okay? <laughs> okay. Your kids were bad. They were so bad. (laughs) Were you the only black counselor? No, I was not, which was great. I was not the only black counselor. And then we also had a lot of black students that were there. Yeah. So in that role, that role was very humbling for me because I was 18, right, getting ready to go into college. And... I had to take CPR classes, all these certifications I had to get. And I was wiping butts. Oh, <laughs> I was wiping butts. I was feeding. I was changing G-tubes and all this other stuff. So it was it was very humbling because I do How much did you make? I was making $13 an hour. A booty. To wipe booties. To wipe booties, to take kids to the playground. Um, to read to them, to just be there for them, honestly. One of my little favorite ones, he was blind and Mm. um, severely autistic. And we used to sit there every day. (laughs) So sad. No, but he was very intelligent. Very, very intelligent boy. But we used to sit there every day, and he would always make sure I was sitting next to him. And we would sit there, and he would ask me to play these songs by the Foo Fighters. Never knew who the Foo Fighters were <laughs> until those songs, but he would repeat the song over and over and over again. So, if you like, know the song is like Beverly Hills, yeah. that's, that's where, where I was. I was so we used to listen to that every single day and looking back like in that moment i used to go home and complain to my mom all the time and be like mama i can't do this these kids <laughs> like no but now seeing it it was a blessing and i was yeah, very humbling and i would not have changed that
0: that is beautiful
1: and wow <laughs> you know i'm saying jesse blood of kids, oh, okay. jesse kids. <laughs>
0: my second job was at the age of 16 and I worked at Harkins theaters. I'm gonna shout them out because it was <laughs> it was a good experience. I worked with all my friends, so it was a bunch of black teenagers working at a movie theater, free movie tickets, free popcorn, and everybody was there on the weekends. I don't know what y'all did at the springs, but people in Denver, either you was at the mall or you was at the movies. Girl so,
1: <laughs> we was off. We couldn't go nowhere. Oh gosh, my mama was strict. I was
0: <laughs> you need to
1: come on in the house. oh
0: no but. That's why I liked working at the movies, because even if I was working, like, I saw my friends, and, like, I had friends work in the restaurants and shops in the same mall, so we was just exchanging discounts, and I, <laughs> and I had black team leaders, um, and if they weren't black, they were minorities, and I really appreciated all of them. Our team was um, mixed race, Asian, black, Hispanic, so I felt loved there, and I got paid, I got a little raise there. I got paid at like thirteen dollars an hour, but that was that was a good job. Colorado minimum wage, low key be hitting. Okay, I love that job. Okay. We used to be there till like one in the morning, but I love that job. <laughs> uh, and it was working out with school. I got to run track, go work at the movie theaters, and go to school. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. Okay, what was my next job? Um, my next job, I was. I worked in the equipment room for okay. our university. <laughs> for our university, um, if y'all went to my school, you know I low key was the hookup in the equipment room. If oh, you needed, God. if you needed a sweatband, you needed a specific shirt, you wanted the new shoes, I got you. I was the hookup. Um, obviously, I was around a plethora of black people because our athletes at our university were <laughs> black. Um, in specific I worked with the football and the basketball team. Um my team was mixed. And like, you know, I had a couple of black people, a couple of white people, a couple other races. But for the majority of the time I was there, it was pretty cool. I can't complain. I got to hang out with the athletes. <laughs> I made some good friends. I mean, like obviously I was going to classes with them, so you know, I met some cool people. I ended up getting fired from that job, though. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> it wasn't my fault. I was trying to protect one of my coworkers who had burnt the shirt. Homie had burnt the shirt, and instead of giving it back, he took it and gave it to his girlfriend. How did he burn the shirt? We had to hot press oh, numbers yeah, on the numbers. shirt, and he burned it. And I had knew about it, and I told him, I was like, don't say nothing. Like, Just be quiet. And then the nigga went and snitched. You know what I'm saying? Whore. He was. <laughs> That's still my dog, but you know, we forgive. Yep. Yeah, we we forgive. forgive. We forgive. But I think that was a, a blessing because I was getting myself in trouble at that job. <laughs> oh, Lord. For those who know, shut
0: up. I, I already hear y'all. I already hear y'all hey, speaking Luke. through the mic. I hear y'all. I you know I what I'm saying?
1: Y'all. Hey, shout out to the gang. Oh, you know gosh. what I'm saying? <laughs> If you know, you right know. Now. My, my job after the movie
0: theaters was also um, our college job. And I'll just name two because I feel like I, I worked a lot, child. I worked a, I worked a lot. But my two on-campus jobs mm-hmm. were the dining hall mm-hmm. my freshman year. Mm-hmm. And I hated it. Oh, I my god. I remember gosh. you used to work at the dining hall up in Um, Her- oh, That wasn't
1: Harrison. <laughs> that was, what was
0: the dining hall oh, name? I forgot. Hey.
1: Anyway, Turner I... Turner w- on the Turner Green, that yeah, dining hall that,
0: over there. <laughs> I worked there. It was a blessing. Um, I got recommended from by someone. Um, but just to see the amount of food we wasted, and mind you, like, there was not a lot of black people, and it just was terrible. Like, I hated, I hated working there. So then after I left the dining hall, I worked at Coffee Corners, and I loved it because I love coffee, and I love making free coffee for my friends. <laughs> yep, but. I- I used
1: to come
0: there all the time. Get me a bagel. Uh, we should be ordering them, them bagels. I remember her ordering. Her friend used to order them mochas. I'd be like, y'all getting the same damn thing. I used
1: to get a cinnamon crunch bagel with <laughs> almond honey spread every single day. My
0: gosh. This, we were like, all hey, new honey. bagels. And I really liked that job. But they wanted me to work like... Mind you, I was the only black person. Mm-hmm. That was strike one. Um, and <laughs> two, they wanted me to work like a lot of hours while I was in school. And I'm like, this is an on-campus job. You should understand. I have five classes. I cannot be here morning, noon, and night. Um, so I would call in or have somebody cover me. And then I got fired. And I was like, <laughs> bump that. <laughs> I, need, I need a job. And I was going through a lot. My Nana was sick at the time. Oh. So I was like, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I was like, there's too much on my mind to even care about making someone's coffee before a
1: class. So, yeah. One thing I can say about the athletic program that I worked in, they were actually pretty reasonable and flexible with my schedule. I love that. Like, I think it's because obviously they had to work with the student athletes, but for the most part, they really did care and I felt appreciated, especially just because like not everyone had the ability to get into that program, which was- Oh, for sure. Which and was, people wanted to be in that They sure too. did, because <laughs> they wanted that free gear. I still okay, got like five- yo!
0: And I didn't have work study, so, like, I had to, like, really apply for the on-campus jobs and thankfully just get lucky, but I, I could not get in there, Look, girl. our friends
1: worked in the athletic space, too. I had all the free That's shirts. True. I still got them all. <laughs> Those were some good shirts. They're good quality Under Armour.
0: I, I tried to get up in there. It just wasn't my scene, but yeah. them on-campus jobs, what was... You're oh. off-campus, you Because then we started working off-campus.
1: Off-campus. Before I started my journey into Victoria's Secret, I was working all the way in Loveland at <laughs> New Balance. And <laughs> I was not the only person of color at that job. It was myself, my best friend, and another gentleman that worked there. We had a Hispanic supervisor, and then the owner was a white male. It was a vibe, though. Okay. it was a vibe. The I really- drive, though. <laughs> Hey, look, I had a little Mazda, and it had no (laughs) air conditioning.
0: (laughs) So, Lovin' so for those who don't know, Greeley and Lovin' is like, that was, what, 30 minutes? It was
1: a 30-minute ride.
0: And that's far.
1: But I made it in, like, 20, because I was speeding. But, yeah, no, I enjoyed the work, obviously, because I worked with my best friend, so it made it a lot easier um, we are always goofing around, you know, still doing our work, but having a good time. Yeah, that's always fun. And you know, it was it was a good environment. I enjoyed it. I felt like my supervisor was somebody that I could go to and I can confide in, especially like not even with work related problems, with personal problems as well. That's beautiful. Because at that time, your girl was going through it. It's college. Going through, yeah. Every it was, was college. <laughs> Every yeah. year was something new. And then after that, that's when I went to that place, Victoria's Secret, baby. (laughs) Um, I was introduced to that company by someone who, at the time, was a good friend. But, you know, life moves on. And um, I was very thankful for that position because, you know, I was able to move up pretty quickly in that company. Now, at the store that I worked in, in our college town, (laughs) it was pretty diverse, I would say there was myself, um, the friend at the time, another Hispanic slash black young lady, and then we had a lot of Hispanic customers. The management was um, white and Hispanic, and for me, at that store in particular, I felt appreciated. They worked with my schedule, they were really great, Um, all my coworkers were mad funny, like, we got along really well. <laughs> we got along really well. Obviously, sometimes they got on my nerves. But then, after being there for a couple months, I was actually promoted to management, yes. which was great.
0: Bless your heart for working at the Greeley Mall.
1: Oh, girl, the Greeley <laughs> Mall was ghetto, chap.
0: <laughs>
1: but overall, it was a good experience. At this particular really? store. Okay. Yes. Now, from um, like a company standpoint, the company most definitely had me messed up. Because there were times when. Once I became a manager, a lot more was expected of me, yeah, so you know I had midday classes, so I would have to come in from like six a m until I had class yeah, you at ten a lot. so I worked a lot i don 't feel like I missed out on that much, but I made it work for myself, and the company itself is not as considerate to your personal life or your life just in general. Like, if you got to get a floor set done, you got to get a floor set done. Regardless of how many people you have, it's a 40-hour floor set, and it's due tomorrow. What are you going to do? Okay. I got to stay there all day. I got to miss class because I got to work. Yeah. Sometimes it would be like that, especially,
0: um, well, for me at least, like, my next off-campus job was working at Ulta and I can see that situation too because we also lived off campus so we were starting to pay bills. But I got referred by a friend as well at Ulta. And I like Ulta and at the time I was doing lots of makeup on my face. Um so I enjoyed going in there. But it just sometimes it just wasn't you know the my coworkers were just not uh, there was three people I feel like I could confide in, which was, like, the good friend, um, the lady who did my lashes in Greeley. Oh, yeah, sure she worked her. at Ulta. And um, another good coworker. But it just wasn't working with my schedule either. I feel like I was always, like, going to Ulta. And I just hated it. But after that, um, I started working at Fuzzy's Taco Shop. Shop. And I freaking love that. I loved it, um... Actually, one of our good friends took me to the one in Fort Collins, and I was like, "Oh, this is a this is a happening spot." Are you asking who it was? Yeah, you tell me later. Tell me later. Oh, I feel like I don't know if she's gonna care. Ooh. It's Savannah. Oh,
1: hey,
0: Savannah. Uh, <laughs> uh, Savannah took me to um, the one in Fort Collins. And introduced me to Fuzzy Taco. So when they opened it in um, Greeley, I was the first, one of the first to apply. Got the job, and I freaking loved. (laughs) Hey yo,
1: Fuzzy's in Greeley was the place to be.
0: (laughs) I freaking loved that place, and my managers showed me so much, like grace. Um, They worked with my school schedule. Every spring break, they gave me off because they knew your girl was (laughs) going to party. I, got, I moved up pretty quickly at Fuzzy's Tacos, and I loved catering to y'all.
1: That's so Yes, bad. my <laughs> used to hook it up with the drinks, bruh. She used to give I knew the, we were broke. Okay, we was broke. So, you know, if she slid one to you every now and again, you just say thank you and keep it pushing. Don't say nothing. Yes, I love that job. And that job definitely um,
0: continued to help me grow. And I'll mention that now, now that we're off the topic of off-campus jobs, but all in all, I like that job because yes, um, minorities, great people, um, and I felt like they understood me and my student schedule, um, and I worked with them when I graduated to, no, actually, screw that, I did, I did, but that wasn't the first job after college.
1: Um, I continued to work for Victoria's Secret after I graduated, when I moved back in with my parents, um. Now, that location in Colorado Springs, I can say I loved the people that I work with, but that was the moment when I realized that that company did not care about its people. Yeah. Like... It's
0: black people or just their people in general? Black
1: people and it's people in general. So, for me, um, having to drive, again, 30 minutes, because if you know the Springs, there's like a couple of different areas where you know there's retail stores the mall that was closest to my house was not available didn't want to work at that mall anyways so i was going to almost like right outside of the springs really to work every day and uh, you know there was a lot of pressure and a lot of expectation from me because of how how well I did at my previous store in Greeley. So that store in Greeley went platinum. So in Victoria's Secret, really? okay, look we, look, we was we working, grease? we was working, um, oh oh <laughs> we were working. But like you know, I had a good team around me, and at the time, you know, one of my male friends was working there too. You know, it was Christian. Oh, it who? was Christian. <laughs> It was Christian! Christian was not the best coworker, oh, you know. You? But, Christian our, he knows, down. Christian knows, Christian knows. I was just trying to help my homie out get a little extra money on the side, but he worked my, my nerves, <laughs> child. <laughs> he worked my, every time he wouldn't show up, they'd call me, um, Alicia, Christian didn't show up for his shoes oh, today. Gosh. So I would call him, and I'd be like, Christian, where are you at right now? And he was like, uh, I told them I couldn't watch it. I said, "Get, get to work, go to work." How are these people calling me on my day off? Knowing I rarely got a day off, but um, so the store in the in Colorado Springs had a lot of high expectations for me, and then also my manager was a type A personality. So she okay. was very OCD. Like things have to be to the book. If it ain't in the SOP, it's not right. Mm. And you know that was just a lot to carry, especially because again, it was myself and another only one other black person. Yeah. And the rest of the people who are working there were white. And so during that time there was a lot of social problems going on 2019 and you know, a lot of my coworkers had a lot of strong opinions towards Black Lives Matter. Um, you know, Donald Trump, all those things. So yeah. I a hundred percent did not always feel comfortable to be myself in that space. Yes. So you know, I had to I had to put on my little mask and keep it PG. That's the worst. Yeah, That's so worst. you mm. know, as time went on working there was just not good for me. So I was very happy to leave when I moved out here. And then I had a couple. I had, like, one little dead-end job out here that we didn't really rock with like that. Yeah, no. Yeah, <laughs> no. The jobs after college definitely...
0: Oh, my gosh. I'll have to dial back because I missed one job that I have to shout out because I actually really liked that job because I worked retail, too. I worked at Forever 21. You did. And I worked there during the summers and the winters with one of my good friends, too. And I had minority um, managers and we had minority employees. And it was just such a good atmosphere. And we worked in the Bougie's mall in Colorado, which is the Cherry Creek Mall, in my opinion. And that's how I met Waka Flocka. So shout out to that mall. <laughs> it, was, it was definitely a good time. Um, sometimes, of course, you feel out of place. That is a predominantly white mall. It's in a rich neighborhood. Um, but I love that job. And then after college, I worked at a call center. And let me tell you. Good money. Good money for sure. But it's, like, so depressing sometimes in there. I don't know. I had a good team, and I don't want to, da- you know, downplay them. But it was just oh, to work at a call center and have people yell at you. And it was car insurance and stuff like that. So they was talking about, so I'm not going to pay my bill. Okay, you're going to get reposed. Like, I don't know what to tell you. <laughs> <laughs> I did not like that job. And then after that, I went back to Fuzzies. Um... With my same managers when we opened a store in Castle Rock. And I appreciate them for that because um, they let me do all the marketing, all the brochures, all that stuff. And they were not um, black. None of my managers were black. Most of the team was white. Um, but they showed me grades. I So far, I have never been in a space. That's a lie. It's going to come up. But I haven't been in a space from the time I was 14. Up until the age of twenty two, in a space where I felt like I wasn't um, invited,
1: I think that's a blessing, especially just because being black women are just our presence can get misconstrued in the wrong way. Like if you guys know me, I'm very managerial. I'm very like, okay, we can play around, you can, but you need to do your job. And for a lot of people, especially the store in. Greeley at one point in time and then this store in the springs there's this one girl and I you know I treat everybody the same but if you're not doing your work I'm 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 not gonna come for you I hate saying it like that but I'm gonna tell you you need to be doing your job and so from the moment she kind of stepped onto the floor I went through her training and everything she literally told our my store manager at the time so she was my boss and I was that girl's boss She told her, she was like, I don't think Alicia likes me. Now, (laughs) I don't think Alicia likes me. I think Alicia has a problem with me. And everyone at that store, I had already been there for a couple months now. So everyone had kind of got a feel for my work ethic and how I handle myself professionally in a professional setting. And so my store manager at the time, she was just like, you know... I'm gonna, she brought it to my attention. I was like, I don't have a problem with her. I come to work. I do my job. I go home. Like, if I choose, I don't always choose to share my personal life with everyone at my job. But if I do, it's because I feel as if, you know, you can relate to me in some way or I'll share a like a snippet of who like myself outside of work to some people. And I did share myself a little bit with her. I told her about my college experience and stuff like that, but she wanted more. That heifer was nosy. <laughs> she wanted all the tea and I was not trying to give it to her. Cause I knew how she was going to be. So
0: did you feel, <laughs> what style about, did you feel uh, like you're being stereotyped as like a,
1: yeah, a I mean did.
0: black lady. <laughs>
1: I did. I really did. Because it's, it's just like, that's not who I am. Like, yeah. you know, like, she just kind of played into it. Like, she's always coaching me, always telling me what I'm doing wrong. And I was like, no, like, I'm using the Victoria's Secret three-to-one coaching method. Like, I'm telling you what you're doing right, you know, it's, it's prapping, like, hyping you up. And then I'm coming back with the facts and telling you, like, hey, you measured this lady wrong, because ain't no way her big old watermelons is in a 32C. That lady had to be at least a 32 double D. Oh, God, Ain't no way. Ain't no way. So, like, she just, she didn't like that I was holding her to a standard, yeah. in, in my opinion.
0: Yeah, it's always hard. It's, I think it's always hard, um, I don't want to say bossing, but managing people as a black woman, being a leader, to white people in a workspace because um, most of the time, I and I hate thinking like this, but most of the time I think they already look down on you unless I already have that relationship with them. Yeah. Um, and that's how I felt. So my, my next job after the call center, I actually moved. I went to Fuzzies and then I moved to Texas. And my first job here, I feel like I'm going to have to say their name. But is it Right. <laughs>
1: go ahead you
0: <laughs> go. if you're listening if, listen. if you're it's listening. not bad because like i know the other um stores are well but this one in particular was not i worked at dick sporting goods and i just felt so unappreciated that was the first job out of my all my jobs from age 14 to 22 where i felt unappreciated um they were just so our boss literally would literally talked down on all the black people, I kid you not, and, yeah, but the finance hands up, and I, like, I was doing the same job as one of my white co-workers, so I was, I'm still really close with, I love her, because she stood up for me all the time, and I really appreciated her, um, but she was making more than me, and we were doing the exact same thing, she made, like, five dollars more than me, and I was just, like, this is crazy, and,
1: Five hold wait, five. Whole yeah, it
0: was it was terrible. She made five more dollars than me and she would vouch for me and everything. Um yeah. Oh, I feel like all the black people who worked there could attest to that cam worked there and she would definitely
1: tell you Hi Yammer
0: it wasn't the best of sorts. Good um morning. stop. Oh my gosh, don't <laughs> out her. Um but yeah, they that was that was a terrible job. Uh
1: yes. Um from so I did leave Victoria's Secret. When I moved out here and I started working at another job that was just not a good job for me. Um, I was working as a marketing assistant for a small construction company. And my manager at the time, he did not like to share ideas or like get any feedback from me. So there, again, I was the only black woman, but it was a minority-owned business, yeah. So that was a kind of like a
0: another what was the
1: minority Hispanic. Okay. Yeah, they were Hispanic. So I did not feel as welcomed by my male counterparts, but the female owner always did her best to try to make me feel comfortable. Um, I did end up parting ways with that company, and then I went back to Victoria's Secret. I worked at the Willow Bend Mall. And I can say at that Victoria's Secret, I love my coworkers there. Yeah. <laughs> they're they're good people. They are really good people. I love my store manager. She was probably one of the first store managers that I had had in a really long time. That I felt like I could open up to. And we have a relationship. Like me and her still text and talk to this day. And then some of my other like management co-parts. We still talk and text to this day. Hell I go out to drinks with them. <laughs> we be having fun. That's always beautiful. When you can find
0: those people who are um, rooting for you. Especially in a job. Because it sometimes can feel like
1: competition. Yes. Um, sure. but- Lacey if you're listening. I love you. And I miss you. <laughs> We gotta see each other again soon.
0: It's the wine, she, but she misses you. But, <laughs> but my job after Dick's Sporting Goods. Let me tell y'all something though. When you're in a bad position, and this is a small preaching method. Okay. Just stay at it. Like keep going at the work. Keep pushing it. Cause I'm Christian, and in my opinion, God is gonna see that. So I just kept putting my head down, praying about a new job, and I would go to that job every day. And I feel like the Lord had to push me out of Dick's, and then. A month later, I got the job as a marketing assistant. Moved up to a marketer at um, a commercial real estate firm, and baby, I soared after that. Um, and I've been with the company for two years. And then recently this year, I got a job at my aunt and uncle's foundation. Mm-hmm. So I'm working two jobs as a marketer, and I'm tired job, but I'm I'm doing I'm doing such a good job, but it's one job. If I didn't have dicks, I feel like
1: I wouldn't have. I wouldn't be where I am right now. Yeah. So, shout out to them. Okay, I can contest to that too. Even though working at Victoria's Secret out here, I wasn't always put in the best position from the company. Not with my coworkers, but just the company itself. Again, just sometimes you just gotta keep your head down. And you gotta do the work, and I'm very thankful that I did because. Now I would not be in the position that I am. So I work for the Hilton brand and I also work as a marketer for Miss Vanessa and the foster consulting firm. I'm very blessed to have both of those careers in my life right now because these are both two jobs that kind of hit in my house, my house of expertise, so where I'm still being my like loving and hospital hospital, I can't say oh. the word <laughs> hospital i what is the word I'm trying to say?
0: I know hospital.
1: Say, t- right, hospital. yeah,
0: say the word <laughs> <can't> hospital put- <laughs> is that not the word no, it's hospital,
1: isn't it? no, like you know, yeah, I
0: know what you're trying to say it's hospital is it's- it really
1: <laughs> Oh lord! It's no been a long more. week. It's been a long week, but yeah, I can still be myself. But also, I get to venture into what do you do for the Hilton? My, ooh, I do a lot. So I am a sales and I'm sales and marketing operational manager. So I um, help out on the marketing side by doing all of their marketing materials for that hotel in particular. That's not Hilton brand already. So there is a steakhouse that I help oversee. I also over, um, help oversee sales work. So gaining contracts, going through contract management, and also working directly with private clients who are trying to book the hotel for conferences. Um, and then I also help out a little bit on the event side. So going through um, BEOs and um, menus getting event space prepped, working with the admin team to make sure that they have all of their work. I do commission and attrition reports. So, yeah, I do a lot. Yeah. <laughs>
0: hey, I do... Um, so, my stuff is definitely, like... I just sum it up into one. Advertising, so I do a lot of the brochures. I run our social media. Um, and for my other job, I do... I work for one of the events, um, one of the wellness events. I do the press release. I make sure everything gets sent out so people know who we are in contact with the news a lot. Um, and these are two jobs I feel like I'm going to have for a while, but I definitely have some other things under the belt that we just gonna see and pray about, but I can keep you know my mm-hmm. work experience all in all. I can say as a black woman from the time I was 13 until now I've had a pretty good a pretty good work experience um and I've been surrounded by minorities even at my commercial real estate job um there is there's a sprinkle of minorities of us but all my white counterparts um all my white coworkers treat me equally um and I'm so blessed um so Yeah, but I know that's not everybody's story. No. That's not everybody's experience. But all in all, I was definitely blessed. Um, And this journey just keeps continuing. I think my networking, um, the network that I have built, has definitely been full of minorities who are in successful places that I can, um, you know, who are willing to help me. So
1: I'm hoping that's a story for everybody. Yes, I can most definitely agree with that, especially with this job working with miss vanessa at the foster consulting firm for them i do their social media i manage her page um, her our business page i work directly with clients and um through her i've met a bunch of great people so i'm very happy for the opportunities that have presented themselves since i've opened up my network here
0: great well that's a little bit about, it's not a little bit, because this was actually very long, a very long journey with our work life. Um, but I feel like we definitely are two people who know different sides of work, um, especially as a black woman. Um, but coming to an end, we'd like to thank you guys again for wanting more. Um, we're going to start the second episode. is going to be about work-life balance and how we balance our current jobs. Today. Um and then if you wanna DM us your work experience, that would be so awesome and we could share that. Well, if you want it to be shared, it's gonna Um, be
1: you Don't send your resume, but you know, (laughs) if you wanna um, you know, send us one of your most enjoyable work experience and one of your least enjoyable work experiences. I think that would be great, you know. And related
0: to you being black, yes,
1: related to you being black. And if you're not black, related to it being a minority.
0: And don't forget to like and subscribe and rate and review and also follow us on Instagram because that's what the girlies do. Okay. And we love
1: y'all. The girlies. Oh no, Lord. No. <laughs>
0: Ta-ta for now y'all.
1: Ta-ta.